It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Today's podcast is brought to you by Chevalier Mortgage. You can call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578 or visit dnvrmortgage.com where you can get signed up for a free consultation and to discuss all of your options as well as get free DNVR merch. Check it out today. I'm sure you've heard about the great mortgage rates out there right now, but Mike and Virginia are not your typical mortgage company. Yes, they do have the phenomenal rates, but what makes them different is that Mike is a certified financial planner and looks at so much more than just rate when designing your home loan. Plus, they're a small family-owned company just like us here at DNVR, so you'll always feel like a person and not a number. Again, head on over to dnvrmortgage.com and check them out today. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts every single night. Rudo, AJ, Blaze coming at you. Someone tell me something good about this hockey game. It's over. <laughs> True. <laughs> it is over. It is over. Avs lose 4-1 to one to the Florida Panthers. And again, that I think we will all agree was probably closer than that on paper for a lot of the night. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the scoreboard and you see four to one, you're thinking, "Wow, the Panthers really laid it on them," and it didn't really, it didn't really play out that way. And this is going to be a night where two things are true. Yeah. Where the Abs didn't play very well, and they absolutely were not four one level of bad. No, and I mean, one goal in the modern NHL, not going to get it done anytime. Yeah, for maybe. sure. And the Avs, look, we'll, we'll probably get into this a little bit later, but the Avs are a couple of inches, one good bounce away from this game looking very, very different than it ended up. But none of those bounces went their own way, and they had to lay in the bed they made on the defensive side. Yeah, and I think that's where that's where when you try and break this down, like there's certainly a lot more to talk about tonight than there was two nights ago where we're watching the entire team yeah. top to bottom was awful and you're you're talking about you're like, Well, well Logan O'Connor looked pretty good, you know? <laughs> and you're just like, uh, okay. Um Hey, Logan O'Connor looked pretty good again. He sure did. Hell um, looked good too. As I mean, as a as a team, they yep. all looked significantly better, but that's what happens when you actually try hard. <laughs> now, tonight was a good example of when you try hard and it just doesn't get you anywhere and, you know, you, you kind of have the quicksand effect in play, but it was certainly, like, you could just see, like, just visually, it was very, it was very easy to, to pick up on the fact that they were much more engaged 
physically, emotionally, they were they were there. They were present yep. in this game. This was not a game where one team was absolutely pounding the crap out of the other. Uh, it just, you know, there were just this 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 ended up being a couple of small details separated the the outcome of this game and uh, the actual the actual process was both not good enough and still much better. So Both I think things the, are true. Yeah, I think the not good enough is the part that matters the most here. Of course, um, you know, because hey, you feel okay, great. Uh, it's it's better than it was two days ago. But yeah, that top line though, they've got to be better, right? That top line's got to be the top well, line. Well, I think that's they struggle tonight. This has been the conversation. There are three losses. You look at it and you say, well, all of their best players. Now the St. Louis loss is. I'm almost willing to bin the St. Louis loss. <laughs> yeah, that lineup was nonsense. Because, well, yeah. and, like, you go back and you watch the third period of it. They, they're, It's so frantic. And, like, Miko Rantanen's doing everything that he absolutely can in that game. Like, they're trying. Like, there was that was just such a weird, bizarre. All of that was odd. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, tonight is the first night that they've come close to playing a lineup that they really want. Well, uh, and And... And this looks like a game from the first week of the season, right? It looked like a team where the effort was there, they were pushing, and things just weren't really connecting. Yeah, well, and this certainly, it looked like it looked like there was... I mean, from the hop, right? You have yeah, yeah, the, like first, the Burakovsky the, pass to Kadri in the first period oh, that brutal. just yeah. doesn't connect. Well, and those, like, that's, that's a play where you're just like, there's no excuse for that. You know, like there's nothing. I'm there. not saying there's an excuse, but, but I'm, I am. I am. Okay. I am saying that for other things that have, that have taken place, that some of this rust and some of this, some of this other stuff is happening. Like there, there are reasons for it. This Bedner getting fired after four game stuff yeah, is fucking stupid. Nonsense. If they and if they pull that trigger tonight. It's stupid. <laughs> it's in an eighty-two game well, season, now, you're gonna you're gonna make a hold, massive organizational change after four games. If, <laughs> well, no, 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 no. If you know of a head coach that can just magically make Sam Gerard pass the puck better, I would love to hire him. Well, and this is but, this is again where you look at it and you say, what's what's. Where's the co- where does where does coaching stop, stop and yeah. starting and, and playing yeah. start? Because if you look at it, you're like, look, they're the execution issues are plaguing them. You're not looking at a systemic issue. You're not you're you know, tonight, effort wise, this wasn't a second straight lethargic performance where they're not playing for the coach. They're just not playing well enough. Yep. No, they you know, like is 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 it would fire would firing Jared Bednar suddenly make Kale McCarr nope. be good again? He's injured. Like and and from Kale McCarr, look like Kale McCarr was much better than he was two days ago, and he was and still nowhere terrible. near good yeah. enough. Yeah, because that is one of your best players. That dude got nine million dollars. Yeah, you've got us. You've got something to live up to now. It's one thing to be the hotshot young kid. They made a massive commitment to him. He needs to pick it up. Like Kale McCarr needs to be better. Nathan McKinnon needs to be better. Hundred percent. They, you know, they, this is the first game of the top line, and they they were your only goal. As poorly as they played, they were your only goal. They were your only goal. They hit two posts. Yep. They easily in that second period when they were giving up an 
enormous <laughs> amount of shots against. <laughs> Which was weird because I went and looked, and almost every yeah. shot attempt just, ended up on goal. They just didn't yeah. miss the net. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. And But in that second period, when it's 2-1, to one, you have a 2-1 to one game, and they are the abs are pressing, and they're clearly, clearly, like, dominating and dominating, but they're pushing play. They're getting scoring chances. Because when you go and you look at, you look at actual chances in that game, even in the second period, when the Avs give up 22 shots, high danger chances and scoring chances are dead even. Yeah, pretty even. So they're getting the they're yep. getting that quantity. Yeah, you know where if if it was reversed, everybody, all Avs fans would be saying was, well, none of them are. They're all from the outside. Doesn't matter how true it is. That's the conversation. Yeah. But they they ended up with they they ended up with decent chances that just miss. You know, McKinnon hits a post and Rantanen hits a post like a minute apart from each other in a 2-1 game. And like then at the end of the end of the period, yeah. they end up with they end up with a play where a guy walks out in front and he takes a not very competitive shot that bounces off of a stick, off an ab stick, yep. changes yep, direction stick, yep. and goes and goes by Johansson and you're like and you're like, "Look, like you got you got you aren't playing well, and now you have bad luck against you. Yep. Like, and then, and then none of this gets into an officiating an officiating crew that save that for the second period. Was, was, We're gonna go let's into just all that. Generously, we'll just say it was kind of all over the map. <laughs> yeah. So it they was really, bad. it was really tonight was just one of those like, it because you've lost three straight, and because each loss has looked different. And because it's your the first four games of the season, it's hard and to you're put one much three, stock in anything. But it's hard to just say. Well, it's hard to chalk it up to. Well, it's one of those nights because you're looking at the one and three start and saying, but, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! What's <laughs> happening?" It's one. You're one in three, and so you don't want to chalk anything up to. It's one of those nights yeah. when you remember that there are 82 of these, and it's just like. It's just not – no, tonight was nowhere near as bad as two nights ago. Agreed. But Whoa. it's like, it's like, is that any solace when you lose? Not no. Like, not really. <laughs> well, let, but, but you – it's also not hard to find positives from this and say, room for improvement, and this was still much better. Yeah. And let's not kid ourselves. Like, this team – that they played tonight is a good yeah. team, and the they're and the, stylistically, the schedule is also unforgiving oh, it's here. Brutal. But stylistically, they're built like the Avs. They play like the Avs, kind of the same systems that they play, right? Very up tempo. Yep, and they were just the better team tonight. But again, like yeah. this is a murderer's row of teams that the Avs are playing. Yeah, right well, off the go, bat, they go St. Louis with. 17 18 guys yeah. and half of them are AHLers. and then they go and then they go to Washington Florida Tampa Bay Vegas at home St. Louis on the road and then Minnesota at home like yeah, that's a brutal well, it's, schedule a, it's, to start it's certainly the not an easy stretch no. but it's definitely the kind of stretch where you're not going to have room to be to to play your C game yeah. and win yep very oh, much yeah like you're sure there was there was a, it was an F game in Washington. <laughs> yes. This as is, in they completely said F this, we're not even showing up. This is now you're still kind of failing, but you showed up and played at least. Yeah, like uh, you're you lost tonight, but 
You lost to a good team, and you played you played an okay game. Yeah. Yep. You, I, not going to sit here and argue that things are all sunny and rosy. No. But I'm. Are you worried? Are you worried about like the larger picture here? No, of course not. After four games, if you're if you're worried or convinced of anything after four games, you have overreacted. <laughs> yep. It's uh, I I tweeted it out the other day. A couple of years ago, Buffalo started like on an 11 game point streak and missed the playoffs. So, and and the flip side, what was it? Was it two years ago that Dallas started 0 and 7? Yeah. And then made the playoffs. That they went year? like 0 yeah. 7 and 2 or something. Yeah. yeah. And brutal. then they turn around and they won like 10 games in a row, completely erased the bad start. Yep. Oh, in recent years, that's happened a lot, right? Like the Blues had a horrible half of the first half of the season. Yeah. Won the, the cup. The, the Stanley Cup winning season for the Blues, yeah. where on January 1st, they were last, Dead last. <laughs> in the NHL. Yeah, definitely different. So, Not saying uh, that that was a normal season or, you know, because look, if the Avs are dead last in the NHL, come January 1st, Jared Bednar's definitely been fired. Yeah. And oh. there are way other, th- way too, <laughs> way, way, there are a lot of things going wrong. All right. There are way too many problems at that point. Blaze, you are the uh, designer on the podcast here. Can a color be cursed? Oh, I mean, yes, absolutely. <laughs> the, the abs of ways with the blue numbers have yet to win a hockey game. Yeah, they uh, were kind of controversial during the offseason. It was like a love-hate relationship. People either loved them or hate them. And now um, I kind of hate them at 0-3. <laughs> Definitely not good vibes at the moment from, no. the, from the blue numbers. Um, I, I know we have a bajillion super chats, so thank you, first of all. And let's get to some of those. Yeah. Okay, three is not a bajillion. <laughs> but They were just long, so yeah. it looked like more. <laughs> I get that ultimately the Panthers capitalized on their chances and the Avs didn't, but man, the refing was awful. Yeah, we'll Definitely. talk about that in the second Def- period. We're probably um, going to spend the entire second period yeah. just being frustrated <laughs> by officiating, yep. which sucks because it, it's never fun to talk about officiating. I, I hate doing it, I, but when it's this too. bad, you it have was, to. This was a brutal game. Yeah. This was a brutal game. Uh, all right. How about the Bo McCart? Bo is the Avs' best defenseman Dude, right now. Bo continues to really. Yeah. He is Dude, the, the bosexual movement is on. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. It is on. <laughs> That's going to end up being our next shirt before freaking Rambo Santa. I'm a bosexual. <laughs> so the Makar part of that needs some work, but Bo looks great. Yeah. Makar needs to rub some more mail on that wrist, I think. Uh, he needs something. It's brutal I right don't, now. I don't think that hand's 100% for sure. <laughs> no, uh, you could tell tonight. Well, and... and Broncos just scored a touchdown. Our frustration with McCarr the other day was decision making. Yeah, it 100%. was it was mental, not execution. Tonight was a lot more. You could definitely see where the wrist is bothering him a lot more physically. Yeah. Pucks that are just slipping away from him. Him not doing the little reverse thing that he does at the blue line to protect the puck. Yeah, yeah. he's not doing it, and I think it's probably because that wrist is hurting him in some way. I mean, from but that's... also, I mean, he's got to figure out a way to continue to be productive when he's not 100. Yeah. percent The problem there, though, is like if you're injured and you're trying to play through it, it does affect every part of your game. Yeah, decision making, anything, because you don't feel confident that you can do the things that you usually do, right? So that leads you to do dumb things, move the puck away, try to get rid of it too quick. Yeah. 
just yeah. The other day, I'm not I'm not buying that though. It was too bad. Yeah. Today <laughs> today it I could, could be a today I it. could buy it a lot more the, because there were things like him getting like stripped right in front of his own net. Yeah. And where you're just like we're like dude, those come things on. it's you like are the hands much aren't tougher. There. Yeah. The other night it was like all right, so you're injured and your thought process is I'm gonna yolo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I am going to wildly and irresponsibly pinch. <laughs> Every single time that the puck is in the offensive zone. Okay, okay. And I'm just not going to worry about it. Like, tonight we didn't see yeah. any of that. We yeah. went from, they gave up, so I went and looked into this. Oh, boy. Last year, last year, the team the team that led the NHL in high danger, in, in high danger scoring chances. Against? Four. Oh, four, okay. In, in, at 5v5 during the regular season was Toronto, and they averaged just under 10 per game. Last year, in the first period against Washington, they gave up nine. <laughs> Not scoring chances, high danger chances. Yeah. So, like, that got significantly better today. And a <laughs> yeah. lot of that had to do with McCarr just not deciding, I'm going to pinch on every shift, <laughs> no matter what, what, like, wildly and irresponsibly. Uh, so, like, that was better, but his work with the puck... Dude, there you've got to be better, bro. Yeah, and and like and that's yeah. honestly that's true of the Evs best players all the way around. Well, and and Nathan McKinnon, how many times did he just skate into the zone and lose the puck? Miko oh, just cutting. throwing pucks to the other team. You're right, middle. and like, then and then Sam Gerrard, whatever's going on with Sam Gerrard, he's off to a bad start this year. Ba- awful start. Yeah, awful. I will say with McKinnon though too, like if you're gonna cut to the middle of the ice every time you come down. You better be making moves through guys because <laughs> the poke checks the other out the other way were awful tonight. There, there's definitely been a little bit too much of the McKinnon who drives, gets it poked, has the shro- shoulder shrug, gives up on the play, yeah. Yeah. is not engaged as soon as the play doesn't go his way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the super chat's been up for a minute. LOC, Maltsev, and Helm, all loved by JT. JoJo looked like a solid number two goalie. Give me hope and a beer. Loved LOC. Helm drives me insane. I have no issues with. <laughs> I have no fine. issues with the fourth line whatsoever. I liked Helm, and I? honestly, really liked Maltsev too. In in yeah. a more I, limited role, I had. I didn't I like. Had, I didn't like his move. To, uh, uh, yeah, when you when you get mount. into the goal mount, man, at least <laughs> shoot the puck. Attempt something. So the yeah, no look I, past. The I thought he looked. The ice I thought he looked out of his depth when he started on the second line. Uh, yeah, I mean, but, I would say, I would say it, that's probably not going to be a great fit for him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But with no nuke there, it's kind of just an open spot, right? Yep. Yep. But that, so, but the the fourth line was great. It's, you know, really, if you're looking for I, positives in the forward core, the fourth line, I thought Kadri and Berkey looked we, good. Even I like that we finish, call it the fourth line, and at no point this it's year, it's the third line. Has it yeah. been the fourth line? <laughs> it's been the third line, yeah. but um, it, there are some positives to take. One of them is, please, for the love of God, go get yourself a Breck brew. Because if the Avs play another game like this, I'm going to lose my mind without it. So come on down to the bar. Have a great time. The Broncos watch party's going off. It's popping down there. Yeah, they're living the dream right now. Uh, You can get it on tap there or check your local liquor store for it near you. You can get their good company hard seltzer, too. And uh, then DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. They have amazing odds boosts when you use code DNBR when you sign up. 
You can uh, right now bet $5 on any football game. If you pick the correct winning team, you get $200 in free bets for a $5 bet. So jump on that. Go get yourself a ton of money to play with with DraftKings. Go bet on whatever you want. You can bet on literally just about anything in the world as far as sports are concerned. You want to bet on uh, amateur snooker? Go for it. You can do it. Bet on the Scottish Open of, of snooker. Get in there. Bet your money. Hit up DraftKings Sportsbook. Use that DNVR code. You can download the top-right DraftKings Sportsbook app now with the DNVR code. You get amazing odds boost. Not only the $5 for 200 with NFL, but good ones every single day. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. DraftKings is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And, of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Other than that, now's a great time to sign up for a DNVR membership as we've got tons of uh, content coming for you here from the Avs beat, from the Nuggets beat, who their stuff just started. Broncos obviously doing their thing as well. For the Avs, we got my videos, we got AJ's articles, we got Evan's articles. We got a we got a couple things in the pipeline too. Can't spoil anything, but keep your eyes peeled in November. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. Dude, we gotta watch along this Saturday. That's true. Don't even have to wait for November. Man. This Saturday, AJ <laughs> and I will be watching the game live. So for all you folks not local that can't come to the bar, come watch the game with us. Have a good time. Lament if it's a game like this or enjoy if it's a game better than this. I have to sneeze. Hang on. Oh, it's not going to come now. It's not going to come now. I hate that. Uh, but, yeah, a bunch of cool stuff coming for you. You can also get a, a free shirt when you sign up for a DNBR membership for the annual membership at least. So jump on it now. Big beers at the bar, all sorts of other stuff too. Second period of the DNBR Avalanche podcast presented by... DraftKings Sportsbook. I have a question. Is the NHL's goal in directing their referees to make all penalties just a mystery? Because (laughs) in the post-lockout era, we have goalie interference, which has become a total mystery, which we'll talk about in this game. We have... Had the hooking fiasco, a hand, a hooking and slashing fiasco, a handful of years ago, with Gaudreau breaking his wrist and and Crosby chopping off Mathot's finger, and now we are entering the area, the era of what the hell is a cross check? <laughs> yeah, and I mean, anytime they try and emphasize something, you're gonna see that. Yeah. Uh, I uh, of all the nonsense tonight from the officiating, at least. The cross-checking call that they did call, you understood. Sure. You may not have liked it, but, but it you're was like, a cross-check. Okay, he oh, at Eric, least did this. Yeah, yeah, that one was a good call. Uh, and then you're, you know, you're fine with that part of it. I mean, you're, you don't love it, but it's you're more like of the ones they didn't call. But yeah, where well, you're like, okay, well, this is a point of emphasis, and then, you know, guys are getting tattooed in front of the net, which was really the big problem to begin with. Yeah. And they're still just like, well, the point of emphasis does not apply there. So I'm really surprised that they don't call them in front of the net, too, because that's what they want to get rid of because yeah. they want more scoring. Right? right. So they want those offensive players to have basically free range in front of the net. Yeah. And then not calling it. No one knows what they're supposed to do now. Yeah. yeah. It's 
it, it's such a struggle when you're coming into a game and it's like, all right, the first 10 minutes, we're just going to do stuff and find <laughs> out what's getting called and what's not. Like, <laughs> is this all right? Yeah. How about this? Yeah, but then, I mean, when you have, when you go through some of the other calls tonight, I mean, that goaltender yeah. interference, that is that bullshit. Brutal. Like, Zer- Sergei Bobrovsky is out of his net willingly. Actively reaching to play the puck. Yep. And Miko Rantanen on one skate because he has been both pushed and pulled in different yeah. directions. Is on one skate and still barely touches it. And yeah. right, makes minimal contact, minimal contact with Bobrovsky, and the hand was immediate. Like he didn't even think I don't about even know it. If it was immediate, it almost sounded like the crowd influenced it. Yeah. It was. It, it was just. It was a ridiculous call. Oh, it, it was, was a ridiculous call. Yeah. Especially when somebody's impeding your direction. You're on one skate, right? That guy has. He could just basically do whatever with you at that yeah. point. And he's basically running him right through Bob. Well, he's running him right yeah. in front of the crease where yeah. Bobrovsky is three feet in front of his crease. Well, like, he's, he's facing like, that way, and he sees that, Bob coming out to play look, that puck. If, if you're playing the puck out of the crease, you are a skater. Yeah. Like, you no, are you're not. not. You, are, you aren't fair game, but you're also not like... A player can hit you, you and take the puck from you. You no they can't longer live you, in the safety bubble yeah. of, hey, I'm a goaltender, please don't touch you're me. You're allowed to contact the player to, to try and take it was, the puck. It was like, atrocious. Yeah. And uh, before we get into some of the worst parts of the repping, I want to have this conversation. Uh, let's start with Blaze. What did you think of, of Florida's first goal? Sam Gerard and uh, Marchment go into the boards with what a lot of people thought should have been an icing call. There's a question about player safety here. What are your thoughts? I mean, I, you know, a few years ago, that was the thing is that they wanted to get rid of those like big hits happening on icings, right? So yep. they're trying to figure out how to fix that. My first reaction was, I'm pretty sure that the abs were in front of that puck. I mean, well, he's definitely Gerard. Definitely got to the bottom of the circle first, but right. it was it was close enough race that. Do you, but as I mean, close enough a, is where you blow it though, because that's what you don't want, right? Like if if he's clearly in front, then you have to blow that dead. Yeah, I think he's losing enough ground though that it was. I have. I think that that was a good application of hybrid, because yeah. they make the judgment call where they say, "Look, this is going to be a legit puck battle." I have no issue with that not being icing. But that, I mean, what happened at the end is what they were trying to get rid of, right? Is like two guys colliding going after a loose puck that's basically supposed to be an icing. So. I don't have any issues with it not being icing. Personally, if you want to, if, and I I don't have any issues with the, with him hitting him, but if you want to make any kind of an argument that that was problematic, that's interference. Neither guy has touched the puck. Neither guy has played the puck. There Neither was, guy is about to. They are. They were still a solid five to seven feet from the puck when contact got made. Like well, they, yeah. they were, they were preparing. Like they were bodying for position. Right. No one had established position. Right. Yet. They were, they were bodying up, and Gerard just got rocked because he's a much, much smaller man. Yes. And that's. I just thought that I thought it was just good hard hockey, and I'm glad G is okay. I didn't think there was anything illegal about that, but if you were going to make that argument, you could. It's the interference argument. Mm. But I don't. I don't. Me personally, I didn't mind that. I think that that's. I think that it was a good application of the rule, and Marshman just outplayed Gerard. 
everything that everything that happened after that with Landeskog and then <laughs> yeah, that was Johan, Johansson having yeah. Johansson leaving the five hole open for Ryan. Like, yeah. there's stuff after that that I didn't like. But in terms of the officiating, I did not have a problem with that. I, I wasn't a fan of that play. I, I think it should have just I, been whistled as a icing. I mean, my question is. Where do you draw the line if you're the Department of Player Safety? Because they've made it clear you cannot hit a dude in a vulnerable position. That has been established. Avs fans are well aware of that. <laughs> Is that not? Well, next time Gerard just needs to go down on one knee and he can't be touched. <laughs> True. No argument there. But is that? are we not considering that a vulnerable position? Sorry. <laughs> Broncos just should have stopped a fourth and three, but uh, it didn't work out. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> anyway, uh, what qualifies as a vulnerable position there? Because the way Sam went into the boards, that sure feels like a vulnerable position to me. Well, and if if look, I'm gonna say I'm gonna tie these two in because if we're gonna if we're gonna get into the you can't hit a guy in a vulnerable position, then. That bullshit boarding on Landy at the yeah, end of the oh, game. That calls a whole other monster. Against Aaron, <laughs> yeah. against Aaron Eckblad. If that's a legitimate penalty, then absolutely what happened to Gerard is a penalty. Yeah. Because he is in a vulnerable position. Right. He's also he's also responsible for trying to protect himself somewhat. Sure. Which was part of well, my problem with Kirby Doc. That was Ekblad did the turn. turn. Yeah, yeah he right. And then the with and then with Ekblad. They, he's on his side. He hits him in the side, and Ekblad is getting rid of the puck and turning because he's protecting himself from the hit. He's yep. getting ready to absorb that contact, and then Marshman decides to shit his pants over it <laughs> because he's a giant man baby. And tries to tackle a dude and fails at well, it and because like, it's not Sam Gerard. It becomes a, it becomes a <laughs> whole thing where he just gets a free he gets to freely jump Landeskog. Yeah. For with no repercussion, not even a penalty for that. But yeah. but I'm saying if if the standard if if the standard for the Ekblad hit and then for the suspension on the dirt Kirby Doc hit is you're hitting a guy in a vulnerable position, then yes, what happened to Gerard is a penalty because I mean, he's in a vulnerable position. And are you trying to are, are are you penalizing that or are you not? Right. See that, and that's the problem right there is the consistency that's happening throughout the NHL. Players don't know what to do. There isn't any consistency. That's, that's what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying. Is like that's what players want is the consistency. Like, what am I allowed to do? What am I not allowed to do? Because then you adjust your game for it. But yeah. if you don't, if you don't know because it's just moving all the time, then right. you don't know what to the do. NHL players can play under any rule set, right? Yeah. They just yeah. need to know what it is. Yeah. Like, give them a standard. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's and look, just I get, brutal. I get that one of the officials tonight. It was his first NHL game. Well, it fucking looked like it, bud. <laughs> maybe, maybe don't give them the kind of tape where they can the, the NHL can go back and be like, "This was your last NHL." <laughs> so what happened? Because we talk about rookies and the bright lights, and sometimes the moment gets to them. It sure as hell looked like the moment got to that guy yeah, tonight. Yeah. I would like to see what they have in the MLB, where it's like basically like how the umps are doing. Some kind of accountability, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, AJ's been asking for give the refs a two-minute presser after every game. Yeah. Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah, I like that idea. Where, where I don't even need like all of the reporters in there to go crazy, <laughs> but a pool reporter to go in and say, okay, 
In what way was that fucking boarding, you moron? <laughs> I don't know if you phrase it like that, but... Why not? <laughs> I think you get in trouble. Put him us. on the back foot. Yeah, yeah. Because the rest of the world, I mean, he is... He is straight up changing outcomes of game in the last yeah. four minutes of a game. He called a penalty on a guy because a teammate shit his pants and got and got uppity. Yeah. This was... That's it. There wasn't anything. There was no penalty being called before that. And, and this was literally... And then they gather up and they meet and they decide the only penalty, the only penalty that is getting called in this situation is some made-up nonsense I believe it was on this boring. hit. Well, in the part, like... We were talking during the game with all 10, 11 minutes left in the third period. One way the abs go, Landy gets tripped. The The Panthers go the other way, somebody gets tripped. I forget who it was. And I just go, they're not going to call that in the third period in a two-goal game. <laughs> yeah. Like, Of course they're not. I know how the NHL operates. But then they go and call that with five minutes left. Right. And it's like, what the hell are we doing? I just don't understand and... I fucking hate talking about the refs, especially when Me they're too. bad. Well, and it's yeah. especially because everybody views it differently. Yeah. I put on Twitter what I think is a non-controversial opinion of that's not boarding. And naturally, I get multiple responses of like, yeah, it is. And it's like never in the history of the NHL has that been illegal for you to hit a guy who's facing forward and he's right up against the boards for you to go and hit him. Yep. He turns and he's bracing for impact at the very last second. He starts to turn, and that's the only thing that you could start to argue is boarding, and that's on that dude. Yep, and that's 100%. You, like, have, a, you have a responsibility to protect yourself the, yep. on the ice. For the, it's part of what was so bad yeah. and so dumb about the Kirby Doc thing is that he exposes himself to that. He's a moron playing the puck at center ice on your on one knee. You're asking to get your shit kicked for, in. For my entire life watching hockey, the one thing I've always been told, hey, if you're going up the boards and you're about to get hit, don't turn your numbers nope. because that's how you die. Yep. <laughs> and it's on you to not die. <laughs> yeah, some of the onus has to be on the guy getting hit, not doing dumb shit to put himself in a vulnerable position. You teach kids that as they're growing up. Yeah, it's going to hurt, but it's going to hurt a lot more if you shy away from it. And shying away from it means turning your body away from the hit, yep. right? You got to get ready, brace for impact, and keep skating through it. Not turn towards the boards and go head first into them. That's not on Landis Cog. He, he can't control what that player is doing at that point. Yep. Like, like the EJ boarding? Like he had like oh, four steps. That, we that were was laughing clear about that one. Boarding. We were like, like yeah, that's, that's boarding. That's that is yeah. that is literally the same penalty. And you look at him and you're like, these are here's not one of them. Yeah. That is a textbook All boarding. Numbers. He takes yeah. four strides at this guy, staring at his numbers sees the numbers. whole way. Yeah. <coughs> sees only numbers and rocks that guy. That Absolutely. was not a split second decision. That was dumb. Yeah. Landis Cog is just. Hitting a guy with the puck. Yeah. The standard that they're setting of you can't touch these guys at center ice when they're getting ready to dump a puck is really interesting. Because yeah. a team that's supposedly notoriously soft is getting punished now for playing a little physical. <laughs> Great point. I didn't even think <laughs> like, about that. <laughs> what are you supposed to do here? It's in it's just yeah. it's very it's been very frustrating yep. so far. Yep. It's been and like I don't, I just don't want people to think that this is some like 
the refs cost them the game. Yeah, of no, course no, no. not. That's because not what we're saying. It is not like even when they get, they do not award goals. Okay? They still have a chance to, to kill that penalty. They still have a chance to score when they're on power plays. Their special teams right now don't look good. That needs horrible. That needs a lot of tightening up. Horrible. Now the power play has gotten kind of a free pass because personnel has changed literally every single game. I would say now that they've got their chosen personnel up there on your first unit, it's time to go. Let's let's yeah. see what they can do. Uh, tonight they got what two real power plays they and like a forty they second, got a 40 second play? which looked lethal. That yeah, was the best one. Their forty yeah, the second, second power was play one. was the one they, they had a clean entry. And they aggressively move the puck looking for shots. Yeah. None of this soft nonsense. So it was it was much, much that that 40 second power play is what they should look like. It, the special teams in general have not been good enough. If Landy, they have not been good Landy enough. If Landy even gets a hearing for that call, you riot. Like you go burn <laughs> down the Department of Player Safety if he gets a hearing. But yeah, yeah, and you're you're correct. The well, this is makeup calls don't fix the problem. They make right. it worse. Right. Like, because <laughs> if a team scores on one, well, guess what? The best NHL team scores on 30% of its power plays. Yep. That means your makeup call has a at absolute best 70% chance of not mattering one goddamn bet. Yep. Yeah. So uh, this whole do your thing okay. tonight. All right. We're not gonna. We're not gonna have that kind of fun. We'll get there. I'm, I'm pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I just they changed that course of that game, and the Av special teams right now are not in a good enough place that they can handle officials having straight to deal with making making stuff up. Yeah. And when you have a when you have a when you call one in the last five minutes of a game, you very freely just hand one away. <laughs> you more or less decide a game. When you call when you call a penalty at four at, at four and a half minutes to play, and you call a penalty on the team that is down by two, you more or less have ended that game. Thank you, Nighthawk. For legal reasons, we're not actually telling you to burn down any buildings. <laughs> this is all metaphorical. Please do not damage or injure anyone or anything. Uh don't be violent, Yo, gentlemen. I had a white chocolate <laughs> Snickers recently, and I don't like chocolate, but I do like white chocolate. Fire? Somehow, no. Bad? No, somehow I like the original, the OG Snickers better, and I don't love chocolate that much, so. Mm. All right. Well, look. Anyway. If there's a room... If you're trying to get somebody to touch your white chocolate... <laughs> well, well, I don't know. You know, you know... I'm it, just it's, kidding. It's your, hungry, kidding. it's your hungry eat a Snickers, right? Yeah. So instead, it's your horny eat a Dickers? Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, they do have nuts in them. Hey! <laughs> Also, if you're if there is a room you're looking to burn down, you want it to be the bedroom with your fire manscaping, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Just saying. Go over there, get some manscaped. Use code yeah. DNVR to get 20% off the Perfect Package 4.0 and get free yeah. shipping as well. They got all the tools you need, whether it be below or above the belt. Uh, it's great. I highly recommend their tools. They're actually legitimately awesome. Not just for bedroom fun times, but trimming your beard, 
You gotta freshen up your breath, need a little deodorant. You name I it. like bedroom fun times. I like. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. What you time know? of day is it? Oh, it's bedroom fun times. <laughs> Look, that's why they All call right. them business socks. All right? Yeah, I get you. <laughs> what? What? No, you're not a Flight of the Concords fan, Blaze. Uh, it's been a long time since right. I watched any of those. All right. All right. Manscaped, go get their stuff. We love them. Also, check out Green Mountain Dental Group. Chat, I spent five hours in a dental chair today. It wasn't fun. Brilliant. And that was only the second worst part of his day. <laughs> this game was a lot like pulling teeth. I'm not going to lie to you. But Green Mountain She's Dental Group will take care of you. I've done a lot of dumb things to my teeth in my life, so I need a lot of dental work. I didn't go to Green Mountain Dental, and I regret it. Go there. It will be a lot better life than five hours in a dental chair for you. Hit them up. Head on down to Lakewood. They're just 15 minutes from downtown. They're super awesome. I go to them for all of my regular, like, care. I go to a different place for my actual dental surgery because I'm not going to drive... 40 minutes home when I'm high on who knows what. <laughs> but anyway, I don't know what Yahir's signaling. I, I said I didn't it. like Star Wars. Oh, yeah. We already knew that. Yeah. That's, that's old news. I understand my chocolate take is unpopular. I get that. But I'm, your, I'm with you on the chocolate take. All right. I tried to sell that to Brandon today. He didn't. Buy, he oh, wasn't yeah. buying it. Well, yeah. You have horrible takes constantly. <laughs> you don't like Rinton, you don't like chocolate. <laughs> I, I like both of you have horrible takes constantly coming from fucking Yahir. <laughs> <laughs> who's, like, who's like a carousel of bad takes. <laughs> Better than not, not like Rinton and not liking, not liking chocolate. I mean, when it comes to food, everybody likes what they like. And, every, and, and it's always a different combination of stuff. There isn't anybody out there who's like, oh, I like absolutely everything. Except... Have yet to have a, have a bad review on the Wagyu beef burger. Same. Mm. So, but you know that there's like some vegetarian out there who's like, all right, yeah. If you're a vegetarian, don't get the Wagyu beef burger. All right. I don't think you would. <laughs> probably yeah. not. You'd probably not like it. Yo, but. you know what? I've only recently learned that milk toast is like a thing. Yeah, it's an actual thing. I was watching TikTok videos on it at two o'clock in the morning. It's gross, dude. That's <laughs> nasty. A lot of it, I'm just like, that's French toast. And then there's milk in the middle of it. And I was like, I'm out. I am hard out. This that is, is kind of disgusting. This is nasty. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was described like I Googled it thinking it was like not a thing, right? <laughs> Hoping that it wasn't going to be like blue waffles, which oh, do not God. Google that. Don't do not, not responsible Google that. for that, YouTube. But it was like, but it was like. I was curious, right? And they were, it was just the description of it was horrid and, oh, it's just the, it, do you know what swill is? Huh? Swill? No, I don't think so. Like shitty alcohol swill? No, it's like, it's dried milk that you add water to, to make. Oh, like powdered milk? Powdered milk called swill on the East Coast. Really? Yeah. Huh. Prove me if, I, if I'm wrong, but I had a buddy that I used to always call it swill and I never knew what the hell he was talking about. I feel about. like your buddy was just like some kind of druggie. Possibly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hang out okay, with a you lot know, looking of looking back on it, that guy might have just had some problems. <laughs> yeah. Dude, try to sell you some Jankum too, or what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Anyway, before we get ourselves in trouble, Hassle Cattle Company has burgers that you actually want, not swill or milk toast. Dude, <laughs> straight up, I might go downstairs after this, after we get done with this, and, and snag a burger. A burger. Oh there man, we they're go. so just good. To, just to take home. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> I want to go home and sleep in sad, in sadness, because I'm so tired of watching bad hockey. But the burger, the Wagyu burger, sounds amazing. And Hassle is actually, dude, that. They're the shit, dude. They they're awesome. They really do make amazing stuff. Not just the burger, but their their steaks. They have got like a tomahawk steak that's ridiculous. Their bone in ribeye is so so tasty. You can go to hasslecattlecompany.com, get ten percent off code DNVR ten. Yes, we can. Go look up Nighthawk's Instagram, and you'll see just how dude, good that, those meals can straight look. Straight unreal. <laughs> straight up, she's insane. So check that out. Like the next, the, when Z is in town, I'm straight up like hiring her <laughs> to be your chef. Yeah, for date night <laughs> to cook for me on my behalf for date night. For Are when you gonna Z, pass when it Z off Z is as here. yours? Like, no, of course not. <laughs> Z, Z knows better, <laughs> and I would. I am. I have no bones about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. And it was a no bones day. Oh man, the pot stickers that you posted today. I was like. Dude. Yeah, let's go. Dude. All right. Third period of the DNBR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Rudo, AJ Blaze coming at you. What, what do you do if you're Jared Bednar, Blaze? Right? What can you say to this team beyond play fucking better? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I brought this take up while we were watching it, and you guys kind of disagreed with it, but maybe it's time to just switch up the lines for a little bit just to kind of see some different looks, get to play with some different players, just kind of see if you can kind of reset expectations for the lines for a little bit. Well, not as a, like a permanent thing, but just maybe it's a, a game where you switch it up just to see if we and, can get something going. And the point that I kind of took away from this was maybe less the forward lines, but more, you need to go to Sam Gerrard and be like, whatever yeah. this is, is not going to fly. And then you need to go to Kale McCarr and say, are you injured? Can you play <laughs> hockey? Yeah. Because right now, it doesn't look like you can really play hockey. Yeah. And, of course, every player on planet Earth is going to say, yeah, coach, I'm good to go. Yeah. But you need to have a doctor come look <laughs> at that dude's hand and tell you if he's okay. So. I I'm. I mean, right now, it's so early on in the season. If Can Kale's not 100%, put him down. You're getting for, blasted get in these games anyway. Did you yeah. say put him down? Yeah. <laughs> put him down. Jesus, <laughs> man. It's time. Get him the needle. No, but just, you know. <laughs> this pod is going to get us get fired, him, dude. Get him, <laughs> give him take a few him games. The, take him to the glue factory already. <laughs> Four games in, and we're like, all right. I mean, I'm trying to actively trade him in fantasy, so <laughs> P.S. Kale McCarr is officially on the trade block if you have any actual There's offers. a farm upstate with mayo yeah, chicken as far as the eye can see. <laughs> Kale, it's time to go for a long walk in the woods. Oh, my god! <laughs> oh, my god! I'm not gosh. saying that. I'm just saying maybe you shut him down for a few games. Let well, it heal a little what, bit more. Uh, someone threw this tweet out at me, too. Devontae's is on this trip. We don't know when he's good to go, but... You get him back, is it maybe a little bit more reasonable to say, hey, Kay, I'll take a night off? Absolutely, but what is the trade-off there? Is like, is he ready to go, too? Like, The answer is no. Well, can't win them all. What's that? 
Go ahead. No, I was just saying, like, I wouldn't want to rush him up either. Like, the big thing here is, like, it's a long season and we're four games in. Let's be realistic oh, yeah, about yeah. it. Like, yeah, okay, and all good and well, but you are one and three. And while you're yeah. not burying your team yet, you don't, like, you do not easily dig out of holes in this league. Now, granted, no. the Central Division isn't great. Even if, if you know, you don't want, you don't want division title chase to be over at the end of October because you got cute being like, well, Kale McCarr doesn't fail well tonight. It is on <laughs> Kale McCarr. say it that it way. Is, I know. I understand. I understand. <laughs> Kale, it is on Kale McCarr to figure out how to be a productive NHL player when he is not 100%. Yeah. Because you're not going to be 100% very often. And if you can only be good when you're at 100%, you're not going to be good often enough Especially when you are now making $9 million and you have to be a superstar. No longer great when you are, have to be a superstar, have to be one of the best defensemen in the NHL at least four out of every five nights. And so far, he hasn't been anywhere close to one of the best defensemen on his own team (laughs) in any of those four games that have taken place so far. It is on him to figure out how to be productive. If he is truly hurt that badly, he should not be playing. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the point I'm trying to make. I wanted to get to Billy's comment here. If the Avs lose even the next three games, he says, still really not all that worried. What is what is your tick? We already mentioned Tampa Bay, good team. Vegas, good team. Although also very banged up. They Vegas. have yes. St. Louis at St. Louis. Yeah, in St. Louis is always a problem. Yeah. I think, I mean, you got to win at least be, one, right? Yeah, you, you got to win, win at least one of those. Of the next three? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because you're also supposed to be pretty good. You can't just keep looking at the schedule and going, well, we'll, we'll, we'll get it together against the bad teams. <laughs> you know, like, you. no, you're also supposed, teams are looking at you going, oh, shit, Colorado's coming to yeah, town. This is yeah. going to be a problem. St. Louis, who cares about St. Louis? You just swept those assholes. You just swept them. They barely survived against your D team, against a preseason lineup. If you can't, if you can't comfortably go into St. Louis and feel like you're going to be competitive, you are not the cup contender you're pretending to be. Do you know what I like about this pod is like we sweetened up Nighthawk talking real nice about her. And She's, then just straight up shit look, on her team. Well, look, Nighthawk the person is amazing. The Blues as a team are not. I may not like chocolate very much, but I'm also not going to sugarcoat that. <laughs> Got him. Uh, anyway, I don't, I don't think I can talk about this game for much longer without losing my mind. So final thoughts, gentlemen. Either one of you go. I mean, for it. a couple, a couple bounces here, there. It's a very different game. Yeah. And this, this, this came down to a very familiar NHL formula of team took oppor- took team got took to advantage of their opportunities. Team did not. Team got to three first. Team did not. And game the team, over. the team yeah. that did the that those first two things, checked the boxes, and got two points in the standings. It's really, really hard to to win in the NHL when you don't do those things. Yep. I think this is great for the Avalanche. A little adversity. Um, this year, a little bit different than last year, where you're not playing 
it's certainly sixty percent chump teams, right? It's a it's more of a punch in the mouth than they really got in the regular season last year. Yeah, and this is stuff that builds character on a team. Either you rise up to this, or you fall apart. So it's now, what are the Avs going to do? Because I think in the long run, losing these games and understanding what you have to do to win these games is going to be huge later on in the year. I do the from a. Since we're not like super concerned about like missing the playoffs and all that, we don't we think that they're too good of a team for that yeah. kind of conversation right now. Because if you're a borderline team, a one and three start is is bad. Yeah, that's a bigger problem. Yeah, and the only reason that we're not fretting that is because we do believe Colorado is too good for I that. I mean, but, watching the games, you see the talent. Sure, the, the execution's but, not there. Right uh, now. But but you, what I'm the the point I'm driving at here is building off your point that mentally. You like that they're getting challenged early. Yes. That they are, because you do worry about a team so focused on we've got to be better in the playoffs that they don't focus on the regular season. They don't take it very seriously. And you remember 2001, we talked to Milan Hayduk pretty recently who said, and I asked him what was the conversation on on the plane ride back from losing in Dallas in 2000, and he oh, said wow. home ice. And it started with the regular season for those guys. Yeah, It was one day at a time. Be the best version of ourselves on this day, and we're going to be very hard to beat. If this team can, make, can, can get itself into that kind of a headspace, and maybe these early challenges help put them there, then it could serve them better in the long run. That's obviously the optimistic look on it. Yep. It's up to them to decide what they make of this. Yep. As it is with all adversity that we all face in life, it is on us to decide that we are going to make the most of this, that we are going to be the best version of ourselves as often as we can be. It is on them to decide, is this a, is this a crisis of confidence or is this a, this is just a bad stretch? Because if it's a bad stretch... It's no big deal. Yep. If you have a crisis of confidence, you are you are going to turn that into a crisis of identity, and then you start talking about the coaching changes yep. because you can't trade all these cats. The next thing that you do is look at the coaching staff. Yep. So that's that's you know it's on them to figure out: Are we going to pick this up? I thought this was a much better step forward tonight. Where, yeah, Sergei Bobrovsky, $10 million man, outplayed Jonas Johansson, third goaltender. <laughs> yep. And that's not to say that JoJo was bad, but got outplayed. Yep. But he, the process, how they got there from versus two days ago was, was much, so much, much better, better. that yep. I'm genuinely not that concerned about going into Tampa Bay on Saturday, who, P.S., not off to the world's greatest start themselves. Nope. Nope. So they are, well, Colorado Tampa Bay on paper sounds like a clash of the Titans. Right now, it's more like two teams trying to pull their heads out of their yeah, ass. It's more like <laughs> battle bots. It's, I mean, it's more like the, the Rock'em Sock'em robots. That's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> it's more like Rock'em Sock'em robots. Panthers just played the, the Lightning and Panthers beat them. Yep. And it was a good game. So. Right. Uh,. Before we get out of here really quickly, we do have our king of the game solely because we need to give one to not JT Comfer. Uh, Miko Rantanen gets this. Oh, that's the old one. Uh, oh, that's, that's, congratulations. Uh, <laughs> he sniped it again. <laughs> Damn it. 
Uh, a goal and an assist in a game where they had one, one goal. goal. Impressive. <laughs> JT Comfer. Impressive. Breaking the universe. Uh, Miko. Oh, there we go. The one goal scorer of the night is getting the king of the game. I don't think he played particularly great. Neither did the rest of the first line. Tonight but. was a good uh, a good case study in why the monarchy is outdated. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, tonight is a good case study on how Miko's not been very good through four games and is a point-per-game player somehow yeah. still <laughs> because he just finds the ways to points. He's insane. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. Anything else? I'm good. All right. Nothing. We're Can't wait for tomorrow's Friday, right? Yeah, Friday. We should we should have a free skate Friday. That's just nuts. <laughs> yep. We have nothing else to talk about. I so. know. We'll do something fun. Maybe we'll do the brother draft tomorrow. The brother draft. Dibs Gretzky's. No, oh, that's a brutal one. You don't that's get not, to, that's not, You don't get you to don't want Dibs the Gretzky Gretzky's. <laughs> you don't want that one as your first, anyways. Yes, I do. No. Dibs your face. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone, for watching, listening, however you consume the pod. I hope we weren't too rowdy for you tonight, but I think we all needed it after that hockey game. So hope you enjoyed. We will be back tomorrow with something fun, and we will be live both watch-along and post-game for Saturday. Oh, yeah. True. Be sure to tune in all Saturday long, starting at 5 Mountain, probably a little before 5 Mountain. They're going to win Saturday. Don't worry about it. They have won 100% of the games I've watched along so far this season. <laughs> They've never won a watch along in which I joined. That's true. So they, are, the they are 2-0 when Rudo has done watch alongs without me, and they are 0-3 in mm-hmm. which I did watch alongs with them. We're going to test the theory on Saturday. We'll have to see. We love you all. We will talk to you later.